Welcome into the Balanced Working Moms podcast. This is Rena Misha, and I'm so glad you're here. If you're a busy mom like me who's juggling all the things, you're absolutely in the right place. In this podcast, you're going to learn secrets on how to live your life so you feel so much more balanced. Hello, my awesome friends. So good to be talking to you. I am recording from Rehoboth Beach, Delaware today. Have you been here before? I'm by the ocean. It is so beautiful. I can't even tell you. I rented a townhouse and there's a beautiful lake in the development and it feels so luxurious. I can't even tell you. I wake up and I look at this lake and I'm like, wow, (laughs) this is how the other half live. This is so incredible. I feel like a princess for a few days, and it feels like so much fun, so much fun to be here. And now let's talk about the real world, because unfortunately, being a working mom doesn't often make us feel like a princess, does it? Maybe Cinderella. It's the only princess it makes me feel like. And every so often, I post a topic in the Facebook community that really hits a nerve really hits a nerve. And it's funny because I never know in advance. I just post something, you know, I have a question I'm curious about and I post it. And then sometimes I get shocked. And this was a scenario where I was a little surprised. I did not see this coming. And a post from a few days ago got people so fired up. And I thought, you know what? If people are so passionate about it, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it because like I said, I hit some kind of nerve. So let's talk about what's really going on here. Because the question I asked should have been really, really simple. Here's what I asked because I know you're curious. I said, as a working mom, what in particular makes it so hard to get things done? You know, I was curious. I was wondering, is there something in particular that's really just causing an issue? Because I want to know, I want to know, maybe I could help solve it. What's going on here? And within seconds, my computer starts dinging. You know, the notification, somebody responded, somebody else responded. Every few seconds, there's another ding. And it's always actually kind of fun when that happens (laughs) because you're like, wow, this is a hot topic. This is hot. And people wrote a lot of interesting things. And I wanted to do this today. I wanted to do this podcast to open a dialogue and make you aware of some things that maybe you never thought of. Because, of course, the first way to solve a problem is to actually understand it. And when you're in the middle of it, when you're living it, when you're busy, you know, you're juggling the work, you're juggling the home, you're trying to keep the house clean, the groceries in the house, all the things. It is very hard to understand what's happening because my friend, you are in survival mode. You have this survival energy and it can be very hard to see the forest for the trees. We're just trying to get by. We're trying to make it another day, another week, 
You know, just let me get through. So we may not be thinking this way. Now, I want to also interject that if you're a mother to young kids, of course, they are the reason why you can't get anything done. Okay. They need your absolute full attention or they're going to get into a lot of mischief and it could be dangerous. So, you know, I'm sure everybody listening, even if your kids are a little older, you remember the days when it was impossible to make dinner or get anything done because the kids needed your constant supervision, you know, or maybe when they were infants and you had to hold them. Oh, that was such a sweet time, wasn't it? And if your kids are this age, you for sure want to tune into this episode because you're probably going to be shocked to hear this. And many of the experienced and seasoned working moms already know this, but it'll get better. But for many of us working moms, it may not get that much better. Ouch, right? Like you can get more done when your kids are an infants or very young, but maybe you can't get all that much still done. So I have to tell you something so ironic that just happened. You're literally not going to believe me. You're literally not going to believe me. This is hysterical. So I just told you that it's shocking to hear to, you know, moms of young kids that as the kids get older, they may still not have that much time. (laughs) And right as I said that, I heard somebody calling for me. We have this really cute game in our household where when my kids can't find me, they yell, Marco. So I just heard one of my kids yell, Marco. So I can't make this stuff up. I paused the recording. I yelled back, Polo. And she came downstairs to my office and I paused my recording. Like I said, she told me what the issue was. I calmly responded, you know, I didn't rush her. And then when she was done and I gave her my response, I did tell her that I was recording and that I wanted to get back to it. But it's so funny. It is so funny, isn't it? It's very hard to get things done, you know, very, very hard. And now, of course, I have to find my train of thought. Like, what was I telling you before she called down to me, before I paused it? But that was so ironic. What are the chances? What are the chances? Gee, my friend, right? Why is it so hard to get anything done? (laughs) Why do we struggle? Hmm. So let me summarize what many, many people were saying on this post by sharing a little something from my own life, because you may remember, I think I shared on this podcast that a few months ago, I had a sleep coach and she's also a productivity coach for entrepreneurs. And one day I met with her when I was feeling really down, you know, when you have those days where you just feel like the pits. And I hadn't made as much progress as I wanted in my podcast. And I felt really, quote, behind. (laughs) I just did the air, you know, the air quotes. I felt very behind. And here's what she said to me. 
she said to me, she gave me an assignment and she said, I want you to look over for the next week. I want you to watch and notice when you don't get things done on your podcast, notice why. What is going on that's making that happen? So I followed her assignment. By the way, did you know that coaches give assignments to their clients? Yes. Yes, they do. And I do the same to my clients. Usually nothing very difficult, but just stuff like this to observe. So you can notice what's going on in your life because you are too close to your life, right? Like you're so close, you don't even know what's going on. Just like we talked about before, you can't see the forest for the trees, you know? And I'll tell you what I learned. And here's what I learned. I learned that the days I didn't get the podcast work done were days that I literally did not have the time. And I really mean that word literally, you know, I wasn't procrastinating because I love working on this podcast. It gives me so much joy. It is not something that I procrastinate. But if you looked at my calendar for those days and that week, I literally had every time block accounted for. So the problem was not an issue of time management. It was literally running out of hours in my day. Now, could I have shifted something? Yes, maybe I could have canceled a meeting or an appointment. But I'll tell you the truth. I said air quotes when I said behind because I'm usually ahead on my podcast and it's usually not an emergency. You know, it's in my mind that I'm behind because I'm not behind. I like to have a few episodes scheduled in advance so that I'm not scrambling at the last minute, you know? But I'm sharing the story to show that we literally have time constraints. There are 24 hours in a day. If we prioritize sleep, family time, and work time, if you do the math, there are very few hours left in the day. You may run out of hours. But here's the undercurrent to my story. And it's a lot of what the members in the community were saying. Because what's really going on here? Let's take a layer off the onion. And did you notice that the reason why I did the exercise in the first place, why I was examining my week, was because of my expectations? I really thought, I honestly thought, I can tell you this, this is the honest truth. I really thought that I should magically be able to squeeze in time to work on my podcast when there were literally no time slots in my day. There were no hours in the day to work on it, yet I had these expectations. I mean, what do I think? What do I think that I'm magical and I can somehow make an hour appear where it's not there? And it's so interesting because it took somebody else peeking into my life and seeing what was so obvious. It was right in front of my own face, but I couldn't see it. Why couldn't I see it? Why? Because I was too close to it. I was so close. I had unrealistic expectations for myself. By the way, that's why even coaches need a coach (laughs) because we're all 
too close to our problem. Very hard to solve a problem when we're so close to it. And it's so funny looking back at myself and, you know, seeing this person who thinks she's a magician who can magically pull the time out of the air and get things done when it doesn't exist. What do I think I am? Do I think I carry a wand or cape? I must. I must think this way. But you know what happens. Sometimes I have to say I do make the magic happen. Because we're all moms and we're all working moms listening to this. Well, at least most of the people are. And we're very creative. We are very creative. So sometimes we do make the magic happen. But sometimes we can't make that magic happen. And when it doesn't happen, oh, that crash. Oh, that crash. I'm sure you've been right there with me where we have an unrealistic expectation and the thing is just never going to happen. Not unless, you know, we really pull off a miracle. But yet what happens? We feel really badly about ourselves. We feel very badly that we are not a superhero who can make more time out of nothing where it's not there. And what happens? Our confidence suffers. Maybe our energy suffers. Everything suffers because the fact is, thank God, we do have jobs and we do have families. And the fact is that getting anything done on top of those two things is very, very challenging. It's very challenging for almost any working mom that I know. And sure, you know, there's a few working moms who have infinite energy and ability to get everything done and have it done perfectly, but that's not 99% of us. That's the 0.0001% of working moms. For the rest of us, 99%, it is really hard. But our expectations of ourselves make it so much harder, doesn't it? so much harder. Now, I think it could be fun for you to hear how other moms phrase this in the Facebook community. Here is what they wrote to answer my question. And to remind you, here was my question to them. As a working mom, what in particular makes it so hard to get things done? And Pam was the first to bring up the issue with the expectations. And she's an incredible member of our community. She has such great advice for so many of us working moms. I actually know her personally and her kids are grown and she's just such a great support for us. Such a great support. And here's what she wrote. She wrote, expectations. Everyone has them for themselves and people have them for you as well. We need to cut back on what we expect of ourselves and say no to others. Isn't that great? Like I said, we were all saying different things on the post and she was the first to bring up the expectations. And then Lindsay Ann wrote about what makes it so hard for her to get things done is the sheer volume of things that need to be done. Being able to streamline priorities and remove non-essentials 
can be hard, but is the only way. It's the only way. And Lindsay was talking about the lack of hours in the day compared to the amount of things that need to be done. And that is so true, isn't it? It is so true. And Annette's post really hit my heart. And I think it's actually what inspired this whole episode, because here's part of what she wrote. She wrote, I'm going to echo everything mentioned already and add regarding expectations. It's hard to set reasonable expectations for myself as a working mom because I'm comparing my work output and home management skills to what my life was before having kids. And I don't know how to set proper expectations about what should be normal slash reasonable after having kids. And I think she hit the nail on the head because many of you listening actually started working before you had kids. You know, I was working probably, what, 10 years before I had my first child, maybe not 10, but close to it in a really high level job. And we had our expectations for ourselves. We produced good work. We worked long hours, many of us. We really did our best. And then our first child came into our home. And it's very hard. It's very hard. You may have had years and years in the office and suddenly your chat priority has shifted. And of course, your energy also shifted because now you're taking care of little people and that takes so much energy. But then we have all these other expectations because in our culture, you're a mom. And we won't even talk about that. Like that's a whole nother episode about our expectations on ourselves as a mom and being a perfect mom. So unhealthy, so unhealthy, but we almost can't help it, right? We live in the culture where a perfect mom is the ideal. So our expectations are very, how shall we say this? Unrealistic, unrealistic. Like we talked about in my example, if you add up the number of hours in the day against our expectations, it just doesn't correlate. The math, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. So what do we do? What do we do? Oftentimes, we sacrifice our health. You know we all do that. I don't know not, not one mom who doesn't sometimes sacrifice their health. You know, maybe we go to bed late, maybe we skip a meal, whatever it is, we are always sacrificing. Maybe we sacrifice our self-confidence because we feel badly about how little we've gotten done compared to how much we wanted to get done. And the sad thing is that this is really a cycle. It's a cycle. We keep at it, and like I said, we don't notice it in ourselves. I made that mistake, and I'm a coach, and I do this for a living, and I made that mistake, right? So here's your assignment. I want you just to start noticing. Start noticing when your expectations are unrealistic, 
when you set out more to do in a day than there are hours in the day? What if you had a day like I did last week? What if you have a day full of meetings? Let's say five exhausting meetings. Can you really make a dinner from scratch on that day? Really? Really? (laughs) I don't know about you, but I probably would try. But let's not. Let's not. Let's instead have realistic expectations. You know, can your house really be as clean as your friend's house who has no kids? No way. I'm just going to tell you. No way. How about this one? A friend of mine told me that she tried to do this. Can you really throw a birthday party for your child right after recovering from a cold? Please don't do it. I told my friend, just don't do it. Just please, (laughs) please. You know the answer. You know the answer to all these. So let's start noticing our expectations and then make small tweaks when we see how unrealistic and totally ridiculous, I may add, (laughs) totally ridiculous they are. And you know what? We'll also notice how much damage these expectations are doing. You know, imagine what if my friend had really thrown a big birthday bash right after being sick? How would that have affected her body? What about her energy level over the next few weeks? What about that? Maybe the next few months. You know what happens when you overdo it big time. You know, when you do something and your body is not ready, you suffer. You know you suffer. So join me and let's start noticing. Let's start noticing when we're setting up these unrealistic expectations. Because the truth is, is that oftentimes these expectations feel so realistic to us. They are so vivid in our head, right? We see ourselves, you know, we imagine ourselves cooking that dinner from scratch. That's just what we do. It's what we do. We don't even notice what we're doing. So stop. Notice when your expectations aren't realistic. And then we can start changing them. Changing our expectations. Changing what we actually do so we don't exhaust ourselves and become into a screaming, yelling mom. Because nobody wants that. Nobody wants to see that. Now, our podcast episode today was inspired by our amazing Facebook community, and I love the woman in our community. We learn so much from each other every day. It's just incredible. So if you haven't joined yet, click the link in the podcast description. I have a link right to the Facebook community. And if you prefer to just do a search on Facebook, Just type Balanced Working Mom Community into the search and it should come right up. Right now we have over 2,000 members, 2,000 beautiful, wise, so supportive members. I love every person in our group. And I'm so excited for you to join us. We can't wait to meet you. We can't wait to get to know you. And thank you for listening today. Thank you for listening and being willing to notice your expectations and changing them up a little bit. So great, so great. 
And I look forward to talking to you next time. Take care.